The peaceful transfer of presidential power from one administration to the next is a hallmark of American democracy. This transition, both peaceful and symbolic, of continually and change continues to amaze the world and represents the best of American democracy. But President Donald Trump is going to be breaking from that tradition. What are we going to do? We're going to talk about this today. My name is Hakeem Brown, and this is Pop City Culture. Welcome to the most listened to international podcast around the world. Hakeem and Reggie Brown are two young African-American boys speaking the truth. This is Pop City Culture. Hey, 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 everybody. What's up? (laughs) We got a good show today. Man, I can't believe that, you know, the president, Trump, is going to break from tradition, man. In case you guys don't know, I'm sure you do because we like the hottest podcast around the world internationally. My name is Hakeem Brown. (laughs) And this is Pop City Culture. So we're going to be talking about White House traditions and transitions that are being broken today in the United States of America. I'm going to hand it over, hand up a time over to my brother, Hakeem. Here you go. Thank you, Reggie. So, uh, yeah, that's right. So the White House traditions and transition is being broken by our president, Donald Trump, of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to tell you, though, it's it has been a very long road. Very long road. For the president. I'm 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 gonna have to weigh in and say he had it rough before Man, he even took got office. It rough. I mean, people were just on his back, left and right. Um, he was never really accepted into the good old boys club, and I don't think he felt accepted. So he was always seemed like he was always on the attack. So I mean, can we expect anything less? I mean, did we really think the president was gonna? Be nice in the end, I guess, if that's what you want to say it, and uh, keep to this kind of tradition. Man, I really don't know because to be you honest know, with you, I'm gonna be, I'm be honest. You know, he 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 to break tradition. Well, I don't I I don't think this is anything out of the norm. But you know, we 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 do know from our other shows. You know, people have broken from tradition in the past, but this is about our president. Show sure is about our president. What say you, Reggie? What say you? I'm gonna tell you, son. I don't think. Uh, President Trump should be breaking from any kind of tradition because he's the leader and he, he should be showing us that traditions really matter. I, mean, I think it's sort of cold myself, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, I want to say the activities that surround the presidential transitions are remarkable. Have been in the past. You know, when a new president has just two months to plan a new administration and inaugural day begins to move the first family into the White House, I mean, that that's an extraordinary, exciting day to go from... You know, well, he wasn't really a regular citizen. He was already the vice president. You must be talking about Biden. But, but to go from that to back to the White House, he's actually going back to the White House. So, I mean, he's been in the White House, but even still for his family, I mean, it's, it's really exciting. So, you know, after being sworn in as president and saying goodbye and, and thanking um, your family and friends, that's what the, the, the old president would do. Then, then the pressure of the new job, and settling into a new home and office and environment begins. Now, that's what, what, you know, and it's exciting and a challenging period for everybody concerned because everybody, the president um, and 
the new president, they're going to be starting a brand new life. Um, one's going to be going back to sort of their old life, but with, you know, Secret Service and guards, they're going to be protected the rest of their life. And they're going to be taken care of because nobody wants any of our past presidents to be in harm's way. And the new president, um, his life's going to change because he's got a different kind of role and responsibility, um, which which is something, you know, it's just to be expected. It's just part of the job now. You know, inaugural day is also moving day. You know what I mean, Reggie? I know exactly what you mean. You know, you got to move all your stuff. The old president, he's going to be moving his stuff out. The new president, he's going to be moving his stuff in. So it's going to be a busy day for everybody. You know what I'm yep, saying? Now, you know, in view of the frantic nature of many election campaigns, it's amazing that there's never been an interruption in, in the lawful exchange of residents at 1600 Pennsylvania Ave. I mean, the Clinton's moving van arrived at the White House from Little Rock, January 20th, 1993. Say what? You know, so when they moved in, I mean, it, it was pretty peaceful. They had it pretty organized, like everybody else does. I mean, this thing's down to, to like, the minute. Well, you know? I mean, you know, you got to be organized. I mean, that's a whole lot of, res- not only responsibility, but a lot of stuff, man. You're going to be there for four years, man. Yep. Now, the permanent White House staff serves the president and first family. I mean, on Inauguration Day... White House workers say goodbye to the outgoing family, which will be yep, they sure President do. Trump and his family, mm-hmm. a few hours before welcoming the new residents. And they're going to be a whole lot of drama, I bet. A whole lot of drama. Yep. And on their final day in the White House, January 20th, 1961, President and Miss Eisenhower exchanged farewells with members of the staff. Now, that that was something, you know, that... Yeah, that's something. If that you could see good. this picture, it's an awesome picture because really it shows that everybody's I, working together. I love it, man. And that's usually what you want. You know, nobody wants anybody not working together because, you know, this is the United States of America. That's right. Everybody in the United States got to work together, man. We in this together. It's like the melting pot of the, of the world. Now, to help ease the transitions of moving into the White House... I can tell you, cut me off. ...the incumbent first lady. Now, listen to this. I'm, 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 I'm going to read this to you. Go oh, on, I'm listening. Uh, the incumbent first lady traditionally invites the spouse of the president-elect to tour the president's private quarters in preparation. Um, now, you know what? Th- this is something that's really, good, really good. And it's happened in the past. For example, um, you know, in preparation for the Nixon family's move into the White House, Lady Bird Johnson uh, reviewed floor plans with the incoming president, first lady, Pat Nixon, and chief... Usher JB, West Wing in the sitting hall in November 1968. So, you know, this is really, really cool, especially when you have pictures. Yep, got a lot of pictures. And these pictures are astounding, man. I love looking at the pictures. They look like they're getting along together, you know? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And pictures, pictures are really good because they're, they're historical values. It captures a moment in time. And it, it does help with the traditions. Now, I, I you know, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of Miss Laura Bush and Michelle Obama, they sit in oh a my, private residence of the White that's House. That's a good picture. That's a good and, picture. Um, they're sitting there on Monday. In this picture, it says November 10th, 2008, after President-elect Miss Obama arrived for a visit. So, you know, usually usually there's a good transition. They're very friendly. Um, and, and it's really good. I'm, I'm really glad when I see pictures of all the past presidents. They all get together, and they... Um, you know, and they talk, and, and they're very friendly, and they seem like, like they're genuinely friends. Homeboys, man. Um, I, I just hope in the future 
you know, whatever damage has been done. I mean, on both sides. It, it, it's a very damaged and toxic, toxic society right now with the Republicans and Democrats. But I, I truly hope they can get their act together and all the past presidents can embrace uh, Donald Trump. And that goes vice versa. I hope Donald Trump can embrace them as well because it's, it's a two-way street. You got to have two people willing to meet halfway and put the past behind them, you know, because they, they are the world leaders of the United States. And, uh, you know, as, as world leaders, they have to set an example. So here are some customary things Trump did not do leading up to Biden's inauguration. Oh, man, I got to hear this. Um, so former President Donald Trump, he exits from office, reflected much of his tenure um, it was unprecedented. So you know, you know when he you know when he leaves, he, he he's he's that's it. Um, typically, sitting presidents do symbolic things such as hosting their successor at the White House, attending the inauguration, yep, and the incoming president, uh-huh. and much more, yep, to signify a peaceful transition. Unfortunately, I don't have what what, what the much more is. I've been looking everywhere. What what is the much more? Man, I don't know what the much more is either, man. You know, and I don't like it. When they, people always say much more, but then they don't give the details. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, we need, everybody needs to know what the much more is because I'm sure there's, there's other things they do. Maybe they play golf or make cookies, have a beer together or, you know, watch a movie or just talk and hang out, maybe a cookout or something. They have their pets play together, but I'm not sure what this much more is. Um, however, um, as Trump railed the erroneous insisting until Nearly the last days of the election and was fraudulent. That's what he was saying. He was saying it was stolen from. You know, he snubbed many of the traditions. And, uh, and here's some of the traditions that he broke leading up into President Joe Biden's first day. And uh, so, to the, you know, the tradition that, that, that he, he kept. Man, I really got to hear what this is. Is uh, leaving a letter for his successor. He, you know, he's going to leave that letter, which is good. You know, because every president needs... A letter of positivity. Well, I bet you Trump's going to be, like, giving him a piece of his mind, like, some bad words and stuff. Man, I know, I know Okay, Trump, Reggie, you know? that letter is supposed to be, like, a positive letter. You don't go swearing or anything in that letter, you know? You don't Man, so say you. spread your beef out. It's, it's a positive letter. And I was really glad when uh, President um, Bush left a letter for uh, President Obama. You know, it, it was a very heartfelt letter, and it was really, really good. And when President Obama left a letter for Donald, for President Trump, and uh, that, that, that was really cool. I, I really like that, you know. I love seeing stuff like that. So, anyways, uh, where was I before Reggie interrupted me? You know, I, I, I hate it when Reggie interrupts me. Man, I didn't interrupt you. I was just saying something. Yes, Reggie, you interrupt me a lot. So, you know, it, you know, it. And I don't like that because, you know, you like... Man, whatever, man. Yeah, I, I lose my concentration. Anyways. You lose your concentration Trump, anyways. President Trump intrude most of the traditional roles a president fills for the inauguration of his successor except one. So, yeah, you know, he, he left the letter. And Biden says Trump, Trump um, wrote him a very generous letter before he left the White House. Uh, presidents usually... Have a note of congratulations and support behind the Oval Office. And man, like I said, you know they, you know they should, because I mean, being president's a tough job. You know, Trump should be doing something. We know positive, some have, you know? some are very question, some are questioning whether Trump would do so, given his hesitance to even acknowledge Biden's victory. So, anyways, um, 
you know, in, in, in these traditions that, that were broken, inviting the election victor to the White House, you know, that, that's something President Trump, I think, you know, what he didn't do. Man, he should have invited him, man. You know, that's just a welcoming thing. That's just nice. You know, typically the sitting president invites their successor to the White House, but Trump did not invite Biden to the White House for a meeting after Biden was declared the winner. I would say, say it ain't so, but we know it's so, so go ahead. Of November presidential election. Trump didn't even acknowledge he lost the election until January 7th. Now, that was like a day after all those riots happened. You know, we we talked about that in one of our episodes in the last, one of the last two. So as he faced mountains of criticisms, yeah, you know, for handling the violence and that erupted the day earlier to the Capitol, of course, you know, he had a sort of safe face. So the tradition aimed at highlighting the peaceful transfer of power and involving discussions of handoff of the White House was, wasn't really wasn't really done the way it should have been. So, you know, President Barack Obama, like I said, met with President-elect Trump just two days after the election. Uh, President George W. Bush showed Obama the Oval Office less than a week after the election day of 2008. Now, I know... You know, during that election, um, you know, there, there, it looked like there was a little bit of bitterness, but of course, they, they, you know, they both showed high class, if you ask me. And mutual respect, and, man. Uh, you know, it, you know, it was really cool. Then my boys, you know, then my boys on both sides. That that they both worked everything out, and you know, they ended up talking and, you know, saying. You know, they, they have to think about the country. That's right. Think about the so, country, man, and not themselves. The other, the other tradition uh, is uh, the, outgoing first, the outgoing first lady, Melania Trump, did not carry out one last first lady's duty by inviting the first lady, Jill Biden, to tea. Say what? Man, you got to say it ain't so, you know. And a tour of the White House family quarters. Now, that... That's sort of cold. Man, that is sort of cold because, I mean, if the husbands are beefing, then that's between the husband, not, not the but, wife. I mean, I, I don't see why she wouldn't do that. What, what, what do you think, Reggie? Well, I guess, you know, she ain't doing it because she's sticking by the husband. You know, she don't want to make the husband look bad and, and lose face. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, in my opinion, hey, she still should have had that tea because, you know, if they beefing, if the husband's beefing, that's between the husbands and not the wives. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with that. So, I know you're going to have to agree with that because I'm right, you know? Melania Trump and Jill Biden, no tea and tour at White House breaking a longstanding tradition. Not good. So she failed to do so before she and Trump left for Florida, making the snub the first deliberate break in a hundred years. Year-old first lady transfer of power traditions in decades. Breaking traditions, man. I'm telling you, I just don't like that. She should have had the tea, man. She you know, in modern history, there's always been an invitation that goes back to at least Bess Truman and Mamie Eisenhower in 1952. Um, the first women, you know, they would grace each other's presence, and they're happy to to do that. You know, because you know that's that's. You know what they did. Anyways, they're breaking away from the ride to the White House to the Capitol to the pre-inauguration ceremony and meeting. Um, now, you know, usually you escort them and usually you want to, you know, make, I don't know. You know, this is such toxic times. And it's so unfortunate that a lot of these traditions are being broken. I have, have to agree. What say you, Reggie? Man, traditions should be upheld. 
by everybody, you know, man. And it is terrible, man. That these these guys can't act like grown adults; they act like little kids, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, uh, here's the thing. Yeah, you know, before Trump's 2017 presidential swearing in, he and Melanie met with the Obamas at the White House for his pre-inauguration coffee ceremony. However, Trump broke these traditions this year. I mean, see that you know that's the thing. Uh, President Obama invited him, and he, I know there was some some a lot of bitterness there, but you know he invited him there. And the fact that Trump didn't do it, that, that really does break my heart. And not only breaks your heart, man, but that's just called because if you know Obama can suck it up, he can too. So anyways, instead of Trump's and the Bidens were likely greeted by the White House Chief Usher Timothy Harleth, the Biden administration later, I, well, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get into that in a later episode. Anyways, you know, attending the inauguration of the successor, um, by skipping Biden's inauguration, Trump broke with 152 years of White House traditions. Um, a president hasn't refused to attend the inauguration of his successor in 152 years. Donald Trump will change that. He's going to change a lot of things, man, a way a lot of people see things and traditions. Uh, Trump became the first outgoing president to refuse to attend the inauguration of his successor since 1869 when President Andrew Johnson stayed in the White House as Ulysses S. Grant was sworn in as the 18th president. Now, in lieu of attending the inauguration, Trump addressed the supporters. Well, he will address them in a farewell ceremony. But you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. You know, breaking from tradition, you know, it's, it's sort of tough because in America, we have traditions. And, you know, people like to see all these traditions. And I, I don't know how America is going to heal if our leaders act like this. I don't know if how I don't know how America is gonna heal either because you know, we need leadership. We need real leaders and that is the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. you know, traditions are really good, especially I mean, come on. You know, as, you know, especially when, when a president gets sworn in. You know, everybody everybody likes to see all the past presidents there. Because, you know, if somebody's not there, it looks like, you know, there's like some anger and bitterness. And, you know, just toxic times. But in any case, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I would like to say it is what it is. But, you know, anyways, that, that, that's going to bring us to what, Reggie? To the famous words of wisdom that you like to throw in there at the end of our show. So I, I want to thank you for this episode and take it away now. It is nice to have traditions. Traditions are something that we do in a positive way. Of course, I'm talking about positive traditions. We have family traditions when everyone gets together and celebrates. We have birthday traditions and wedding traditions. Traditions we do like class reunions. But we in this episode, we're talking about traditions of the highest office held in the United States of America. This is about the presidential traditions. These are the important traditions that have been rippled down through the ages of time with our elected presidents. It is a shame when important traditions are not kept and broken, not because of illness or the loss of a family member, but out of bitterness. Yes, President Trump lost the election, but does he have to break from traditions of what presidents have done in the past? No, he does not. 
Unfortunately, he will be remembered for many things, positive and negative. But when it comes to breaking this White House tradition of inviting the next president to the White House and not wanting to go to the inauguration, this is something that he has done by choice. It is unfortunate because in a time of tradition, it does hurt everyone. We need to look towards our leaders as role models for a better future. I'm a child, but this breaking of tradition, I will remember for a long time. And it really does hurt, not just me, but this great country we call the United States of America. I want to thank you for those words of wisdom. That was very insightful. So now that's going to bring us to the end of our show. I want to thank you for joining us here. And we'll we'll be back again. Yeah, that's right. I want to thank you as well, too, for making us one of the most popular podcasts around the world. That's right. Internationally. Mm -hmm. And that being said, it is time to say goodbye. So, as I always say, I want you, everybody out there, to be kind and affectionate to one another. And remember who you are. Peace. Trump breaking from tradition. Man, can you imagine if he had a went? There would have been a whole lot of drama. Man, a whole lot of drama. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs>